Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, I need them all. I need them all. How's that tummy feeling? How's that baby? Girl, it's it's, it's definitely, there's something in here. Maybe it is gas. Maybe we just need to work it out. I tried. I tried to do yoga this morning. (laughs) Didn't work? No, it's not. (laughs) It's fine. If you have to exit and go to the bathroom and take like a big dump, we totally understand. Like you're a baby. Like you've got this baby going on. if you hear a little... Just let it go. We're just going to keep moving like nothing happened, okay? Oh, you guys, welcome to the podcast. We are live on Facebook. Uh, this is the last week, by the way, we're going to be live on Facebook, and then we're transitioning to YouTube. Awesome. No one watches Facebook anymore. You can't build an audience. Oh, I do, but okay. I guess I'm just, I'm a minority. <laughs> You're going over to YouTube. Okay. Uh, head over to YouTube. Hit on Hey Frage. Like us there. Uh, normally, we're streaming live on YouTube as well, but today we're having some issues with our computer, so we'll just be on Facebook. Awesome. But we're super excited because Ashley Darby from Real Housewives of Potomac is here. Oh my God. I'm so excited, babe. The last time I was here, I had just done my yoga certification, I think. Yes. It was about a year ago. Yes. Full circle, we've come. 
full circle we've come. Yes. And I feel like you you had like all this kind of serenity in your life. You'd really been doing exploration. I feel like you yeah. and Michael had maybe gotten back together. We like, had just moved back in together. Just moved back in. You'd worked through all that. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward a year. Uh, it's obviously worked out well. Yeah. Moving in. Now you're like having a baby. Oh, yeah, baby. There's a bun in this oven, honey. It's piping hot, too. Yes. How here. many months along are you? Five. Damn. I'm five months pregnant. You're so tiny at five months. I know. I know. It's my first baby. So the baby is prone to be a little bit smaller the first time. Okay. And I have a smaller frame. So those two things in conjunction. Well, I'm little thrilled bun. that you're back now because Real Housewives of Potomac season four is 100% a go. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Is there an official release date? Unfortunately, no, we don't have that. Okay, no release date mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of interesting things have transpired over the past couple of months. Yes, I'd say. Your baby news, which we're going to talk more about. Yes. But then Andy Cohen's probably epic, epic baby shower that you were at. Epic! I mean, with a capital E and ending with a capital C, baby. It was epic. So I want to get into everything that went down there. Because I, I got to tell you, I, I don't usually have FOMO for much. Like, yeah. you know, because... It's like work a lot of times, but you guys looked like you were having an amazing time. I mean, and it was just, but I have so many questions for you because I have a theory about Andy Cohen and John Mayer. Oh, interesting. You know, a lot of people do. I, I, you probably already know the theory, but I want your, yeah. I want, I mean, I know you can't really say because Andy is your employer, like to some degree. And I and, love him. I really do. He is such a great guy. Uh, and Andy Cohen is a person that I always hear great things about. Like, oh, everybody loves him. I always hear that he obviously he really loves the men more than like the women. But I can totally I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? I think Andy, he said he has an appreciation for strong willed women. And that's one of the reasons that he loves the franchise so much, because he wants to celebrate strong, powerful, authoritative women. Well, he's done it. I mean, every yeah. time I and I watch all the Housewives franchises, I'm obsessed. And when you sit back and think about that dynasty, I mean, it really, really is for TV. I love that word dynasty. It's a, it is oh, a I love it. television. I actually put it up there with a show like Dynasty, with a show like MASH, because I'm going to tell you, it's it you it's so hard to create something that like transcends television and becomes pop culture moments, memes, and year after year, season after season, bringing in different women. I mean, it is a dynasty. He is I agree. one of the greatest. So Sarah, now what you have to do is you need to find an untapped market and then, bam, build your dynasty and then you will be... <laughs> The next, you will be Sarah Fraser, the Sarah Fraser. I know. I'm working on that. Yeah. I've got my next podcast sort of true crime um, exploitative idea that I'm working on. You have a great voice for that. Thank you. I know. That's how we became friends, you and your mom. I love your mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally, my mom and I were talking about that as I was driving here. <gasps> we got to get She's your mom such a on. fan of you. Yeah. I want to hear her more like unfiltered what she thinks of this whole show experience. Is she, by the way, is she excited to be a grandmother? Yes. Okay. She calls, doesn't ask anything about me, but only asks how my belly is and how the baby's doing. That's that's where she is. Oh, my God. Baby Darby has taken precedence over me. I'm just a vessel. <laughs> that's all <laughs> I am. a vessel. Yeah. Is this her first grandchild? First grandchild. She wow. wants to be called Glamma or Mimi. She has a whole slew of names, and we're going to narrow them down. Anything but grandma. Yeah. I know. The moms, these the women these days don't want to be called grandma. True. It's my mom is Yaya to her granddaughter. She doesn't want to be. Is she Greek? No. 
Absolutely not. <laughs> She's like the whitest Irish woman of all time. Absolutely not. I really thought she was great. My mom is Nona to my uh, my nephew. That she calls him Nona. Oh, she Nona. Italian? No, no, no. Spanish, but it's oh. yeah, it's just short for her Spanish. What Same. do you say in Spanish? You say ab- ab- abuela. abuela. But abuela. like the acronym or whatever, the way to say it is Nona in Spanish. Oh, okay. Interesting. I learned something today. Um, And you're here, you know, I love it because you are on the cusp too. Like you're in some social circles. So I want all of your dirt. You know, we do four things that are popping, which is everything okay. in pop culture. I'm dying to know your theories and thoughts on, you know, Jesse Smollett. There's so much dirt going on about him. You know, yesterday, Chicago police. Now, this story, I can't wait to talk about because a lot of people don't want to talk about this story because everyone wants to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm with that. I'm like, this has to be true. You wouldn't make up something as serious as this in this day and age. There's no way. you And his celebrity, you would never make this up. Yes. But yesterday, Chicago police did come out and say that he finally did hand over his telephone records, but they were heavily redacted, which is... I don't know, you know, what way you take that. So I'm dying to know because I feel like you know people that know people that probably know him. And I want to know all that dark. So someone actually talked to me about this earlier this morning. And I don't know if this is common knowledge, if this is in the press, but allegedly he was. Yeah, that's our favorite word. Allegedly. allegedly. As long as we say that, we're good. Yes. Yes, honey. I'm in <laughs> entertainment, too. Allegedly. That's yes. Right. Um, he was with someone who he wasn't supposed to be with. And that's the reason they're redacted, because he has a partner, but he's apparently. Ah, OK. So so he's he was with a grinder hookup or something like that. OK. That, well, that's what I've heard, too. Yeah, I've heard the same okay, thing. So that's I, okay. I've heard, allegedly, that this was basically like a hookup situation where maybe he'd even been talking to this guy, but then they planned, they basically were going to rob him. But he was talking to them as though it was a romantic hookup. You Wait, know what I'm saying? the grinder guy was going to rob Jesse. Yes. Like, the, <sighs> the, this was a setup. Mm. He had met this guy on Grinder. Jesse is in a relationship, meets this guy in Grinder. They're going to hook up in Chicago. But essentially, he gets jumped, does, in fact, get beat up. But this wasn't a random. This is allegedly. This yeah, is like what allegedly. this is what the Internet is saying. Yeah. And that it was a Grinder hookup then turned like assault robbery gone wrong. He doesn't want to admit that. So then there's this other story. Okay, so my issue is, first of all, the attack did happen. Is anyone really disputing that there was an attack of some sort? <sighs> I don't know, because the thing is, is they keep saying Chicago police have now said they've scoured like 3000 different cameras and different camera angles. And they have they cannot find footage of the attack. Mm, Okay, so that that was my issue. Are we focusing more so on the fact that there was a a homo what is homophobic attack? Homophobic. Yeah. Yeah. Homophobic um, and racial attack, because I think they were they were saying, according to Jesse. Right. It was racial. This is MAGA country. Yeah. um, Using those racial slurs. Then they had the noose that, that they put around his neck and bleach. Right. They did find the bleach bottle. There was a, a bottle found that contained a bleach-smelling substance. Now, has that been fingerprint? I mean, I, see, I'm Girl, so into this story. So, but, you know, he's going to yeah. be on Robin Roberts tomorrow. Okay, I wonder if he's going to get asked the hard questions. <sighs> you know what I mean? Because, honestly, when you think about a person, the celebrity, who the Obamas were even supporting, the Obamas backed him and gave their condolences. And so for for this to be transpiring and it brought to the attention that it was not real. I mean, what does that say? Even I posted it and I'm like, dang, it makes me feel foolish if it turns out that this wasn't the case. And what do we trust? Like, how can you really trust anything or anybody? And he's been such a an advocate yeah, for gay rights. For LGBTQ, yeah. Yes. And so it's like, whoa, where do we draw the line? 
I gotta believe. I mean, I, I just cannot believe it's fake. I really can't because he had he's got to know in this day and age where everybody is looking into all of your stuff. that There's no way it could be. He would be found out. Yeah. No, Chicago police apparently are being very, very careful about, you know, if they're going to bring charges against him, if, it, if it's a lie. But as of now, they still consider him the victim of this case. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm so fascinated by it. Me too. And I love him so much. I met him and he's such a great guy. Is and, he really oh, in real life? Like, yes, he's such a sweetheart. So you don't even want to believe that he would do something like this. You know, you want to believe that he was a victim and that he was wronged and, and you want to stand up for him. Okay, so you've heard the whole reason that he redacted some phone numbers and various things and texts is yes. because he's got a boyfriend and didn't want that to be found out. Yes, exactly. He was trying to cover up his tracks because he was doing dirty. He was being nasty. <laughs> this is my thing that we're all nasty. Like, I don't know why. I guess I would if, 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 if. And I, I really do think there's no way. I mean, he's going on Robin Roberts tomorrow. He's going on GMA. You can't go on. You know everybody is going to be watching. And you're telling me you're going to lie. I mean, that takes like a real sociopath to do that. So I just can't believe he's that. I know. That's sinister, Sarah. It's sinister. sinister. Yeah. We'll so see how it unfolds. Gotta believe it's real. But maybe it's real, but there were some things that he just went left. Maybe. So is that okay then? Are we still going to have the same sentiment if there were just a few details that were changed? That's, I, I, God, I don't know. See, <laughs> I don't I know, know either. Like, that's the problem. That was like, I always think, who am I to judge? Like, I don't know. You know, I mean, because then you're in his position. You're working for Fox, you know, entertainment. You're, you've landed the role of a lifetime. Uh, maybe they would have a problem. His bo- I don't know what his bosses are like. Maybe his bosses would have an issue if he were on Grinder. So they kind of had to somewhat fabric. Uh, you know, I don't know. You never know what someone's. But he's so out about his sexuality. I don't necessarily know why Grinder would be such a bad thing. I mean, we know he's gay. That's not the issue. Right. So why would it be bad if there's a potential that he's doing what a lot of red-blooded Americans would do, which is try to find a little something to keep I mean, warm next to? Aren't we all? You know, I mean, uh, Girl, I mean, are. we're all out there. Yeah, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, and he's young. He's young, right? Oh, very young. I think yeah. he's like 28. Or oh something. my gosh. Well, that's. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I've been married since I was 25, so uh, 26. So, but yes. Um. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk more um, some other pop culture stories because I, I want to get all your you did you have a chance? I said I always try to send guests prep to see. Oh, like, I love them. Okay. Love what them. Did, what did you did you? All right. Yes. I'll, I'll, we'll talk some stories. I want your opinion. Okay. Um, before we get into that, so Ashley Darby from Real Housewives of Potomac is our guest today. We're going to be dishing on everything from Andy Cohen's baby shower and to her big baby announcement that she just put out. What was it about a week ago on Instagram? About a week ago. A week ago. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was a week ago. Oh, it's surreal. Oh, speaking of, I mean, I want. All the reaction because I haven't seen you since you came out with your song. Oh, coffee and love, coffee and love. Win, okay, huh? wait. Did people totally trash on you about that song? Of course, yeah. But I got I so awesome. much love. I got it was it was both, and I expect that. But more so, Michael was so touched by it, and that was that's he? why I wrote it. I wrote it for him, and he loved it. Oh. It got me so many brownie points. I honestly think that's what made him say yes to giving me a baby. I swear. <laughs> All oh. I have to do is write a song. Wish I'd known. All right. Well, let's hit some sponsors, and then we're going to get more into that. BioClarity is sponsoring today's show. It's a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. It's that time of year to get back into healthier habits, and BioClarity is the perfect person and skincare regimen to do that. Uh, I love BioClarity. I've been using it, and it's amazing. Um, I use their normal to dry essentials routine, and it comes with everything you need to nurture, hydrate, and restore your skin. It's 
three easy steps that are packed full of detoxifying and calming nutrients, antioxidants, and a super special ingredient, Floralux, from plants, which is essentially all the great juices in plants that help them grow and rejuvenate. Gets rid of redness, evens out your skin tone as well. Just three easy steps. You cleanse, restore, hydrate, and then boom, you're done. BioClarity, their products are 100% vegan, cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free, which I absolutely love because sometimes fragrances can trigger migraines for me. So I love that. Right now, for my listeners, you'll save 40%, 40% on your skincare routine, plus add uh, an additional 15% off everything on their website. So they have incredible savings going on right now. You need to enter my code FRAGE at checkout. Go to bioclarity.com, get 40% off skincare routines, plus an additional 15% off everything on their website when you use code FRAGE at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com today. Also, we love our new sponsor, Advantage Financial. Just went over there and did a great tour. And I have my loan meeting tomorrow. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. They support small businesses. Um, But Advantage Financial is taking on new clients in D.C. only. Okay, so if you're a D.C. resident, they're the bank for you. They're known because they have no fees. They don't charge you to use your own money. They're amazing. You can go to Advantage Financial Federal Credit Union today, open an account. They're open seven days a week in Washington, D.C. at 175 N Street Northeast, right there at Gallaudet University at the Metro Stop. They believe you shouldn't have to pay a fee for using your own money. Open a free checking account today and get $50 cash, and that's just for being a HeyFrage listener. So you can go to advfcu.org slash pod. So definitely sign up for your credit card, for your debit card through our podcast page. It's also on HeyFrage.com for details. And unlike many banks, they do not charge a monthly service fee and you don't need to maintain a minimum balance. A free debit card comes with the account and you can access your money for free at any AllPoint ATM worldwide. You can find AllPoint ATMs in Walgreens, CVS, Target. Just look for that all green Uh, all point logo. So boom, I love them. They're amazing. And you can go to their website again. It's Advantage Financial. um, And I'll give you the the podcast page or you can go to advfcu.org. Boom. Thanks for sponsoring the show. All right. So let's talk um, Andy Cohen's baby shower. Yes. Then we'll talk some pop culture stories. So um, probably about what, two or three weeks ago, all of a sudden, like on a Friday night, Saturday night, pops up this most amazing picture at the Palm in Beverly Hills, like this all decked out in blue baby shower. Yeah. And then every single housewife was there, including yourself. Yes, ma'am. Oh, it was a riot. So it was set up by Kyle. Kyle. Kyle oh, Richards. Yeah, Kyle Richards. Kyle okay. Richards. Anini. Um, it's just pregnancy, Bella. It's like pregnancy mind. It's real. Is it real? Everyone says that. You get like super oh, foggy. Oh my gosh. And actually, before I knew I was pregnant, I felt so off. I couldn't remember anything, like what I ate. And now I understand why. It's very real. Yeah, so. Everybody says that. Yes, yes. honey. I mean, it's real. Um, so yeah, the, the OGs, Vicky, Kyle, Nini, uh, Teresa. Who else is considered OG? More. Cynthia? Yeah. No. Candy? Uh, no. Okay. All the OGs, basically. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't remember all of who was there right now. They put together this party and they invited all of us. Every single housewife in the franchise was invited to come and a couple friends. Okay. Including Marlo and Phaedra. Oh my God. I lo- Is Marlo so much shade in real life? No. Lo- she really? was such a sweetheart and she looked like a big old chocolate Hershey's kiss. 
Did she really? Yeah, she was dressed in this really cute, like metallic uh, red dress. She looked like a Hershey Kiss. I love Marlo. I think she's awesome. I think she said, I think she actually says more shit like that people really want to say. Yeah. I loved it when she told that one chick, she was like, you know what, your wedding dress, 10 pounds. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) she was like, I was doing her a service. (laughs) I know. And she rags on everyone for not having designer. It's hysterical. I know. I know. So Marlo's there. Yes. So Marlo was there. It was just so nice. It was this full spread laid out. Um, It was everything that I think a baby shower could ever dream to be. And then, so it was all calm and cordial. We're all like introducing each other, ourselves to each other, like, hey, hey, Teddy Mellencamp. Oh, hey, Sonia. You know, just saying hi to each other. Oh my God, Sonia. I love her so much. She is so amazing. Is she really? Yes. I would have brought her as a toaster. She wore this really hot pink dress that's from her collection. I was like, damn, girl. It was like that. It was <laughs> like that. And um, then it was almost like a switch happened because the lights went low and the music got loud and like a disco ball kind of thing came out. And Lisa, Erica and Kyle got onto a table. Have you heard Lisa Renna's rant? Oh, yeah. She's Andy like, get Cohen. the fuck up here, everybody. Get dancing. If I don't see. You. Oh, it's like amazing. She said he paid for your life. And when he, <laughs> when she said that, literally, it was like a switch went off in all of our minds. Everyone was like, damn, she ain't lying. You paid for these tits and ass. And, you know, then they all got up on the table. And I'm just sitting there, you know, uh, sober, drinking my ginger ale, watching the debauchery. I didn't want to get on a table because I was afraid I'd fall off. And. So I had a front row seat to it. It was amazing. Oh, my God. Really amazing. It, it looked incredible. So tell us, like, okay, so because I'm always fascinated, like, what are some of the dynamics that are happening in that room, right? Like, obviously, you know, some of you guys are really friends. Then you've never met other housewives. Is there any, like, beef between different franchises, like the moment you walk in? No, not between franchises. No. Really? No. Within, it was very clickish. So there was the Potomac section there was the beverly hills there was atlanta actually we sat on one side and all all the atlanta ladies sat on the opposite side of us really really yeah Yeah. so that but but no one had any problems it was like the drama i heard that there was some drama with some ladies on some other franchises i don't know all something with new jersey i don't know oh my god well i'm sure new jersey they don't seem like i mean please they're like one step above mobsters i mean you know i would (laughs) never fuck with them i would like be like okay melissa whatever you want like i mean Teresa's the one i wouldn't mess with honey Oh, hell no. No, she's like badass. Yeah, she so is. they so Teresa and like she had issues with other New Jersey housewives or oh, just I other I don't know all the nuances, but I heard that there was some friction amongst those ladies because they were actually sitting separated. So pretty much every other franchise was sitting together but uh, New Jersey. Interesting. Yeah, they were kind of peppered throughout the group. Yeah. I Andy was like, didn't oh. want Andy wanted no, no Andy shit had nothing to own. do with that. That happened by itself. Interesting. Girl, that it literally magically unfolded, and and there's a reason that we're all a part of this sorority. Housewives is a sorority, honestly, yeah. and so there's a reason that we're all together. Everyone's ego was as big as as the room. It's it's amazing that we all fit in there. I know. It, it, <laughs> It was insane. Your words. But I had so, I, I must say, I just had so much fun. And I did become a little bit of a groupie a little bit because I watched Lisa Rinna on soap operas. So, yes, I know we're on Housewives together, but, like, I watched soap operas about her growing up. So I had to go over and get my selfie. Denise Richards, I got a selfie. Rebecca Romaine actually was fangirling over me. I was like, what? 
Oh, that's well, Rebecca and Jerry, I feel like watch like every oh my Real God. Housewives. Jerry started convulsing practically. I thought he was having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Oh my Jerry's god, awesome. you're all in one room. I can't <laughs> handle it. It was so cute. It was so cute. <laughs> now what do you now, Erica Jane, are you a fan? Because I mean you came out with Coffee and Love. Like, did you go up to her and go, Hey, you know, could you give me some pointers about uh, singing? No, actually the first thing she said was, Oh, congratulations. I didn't even tell her I was pregnant. I don't know how she knew I was pregnant, but we just started talking about motherhood. Wow, we that was even... a good call. And that yeah. you weren't just like gain some weight. I know, dang girl, I'm just a little <laughs> bloated today. No. <laughs> she was like, I can tell. So we just started talking about motherhood and, and all that. And we didn't even really talk about it was like everyone was their true authentic self. All all alter egos and all big personalities were left outside. We were actually just there to celebrate Andy and the baby. And that I hear that about the everybody on that franchise, which, you know, of course I think by now everyone knows, you know, to some extent any reality show, any show you're on, you're there to kind of bring it up a level in drama and then there's probably your real life where you step away and it's not as dramatic you know yeah and also the setting this is a setting to to embrace a baby right so now and most of these women are mothers pretty much everyone in the room yeah if you ever want to break up a fight with the women who are mothers just bring in a damn baby boo that's all you got to (laughs) do That's all. That is the magic fix right there. So, look, there were a lot. There was uh, some swirling about that, like certain housewives weren't invited. But you say that's not true. Like Luann Les- DeLesseps made it seem like, oh, well, I wish I was there. Oh, there's no way Ramona would have been there without Luann. No, Luann had a show. So Luann had a show. Bethany yeah. Frankel had an appearance. So that's yeah. why you didn't see some of the major housewives. Yes. Now, Lisa Vanderpump is one I don't know about. I don't have any of that information. But those two I know for sure. I asked. So I had to get the dirt, too. You know? Had you ever met Nini? Yes. You'd met her before? Yeah. So we, the same company that produces, uh, Atlanta produces Potomac. Oh. So we were at a Christmas party together, and I met her and Phaedra at the same time. Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, and that's right. They brought, He had Phaedra there. I was kind of surprised. Uh, well, she, Phaedra's coming back, I'm sure. Oh, no. But <laughs> it was a little bit particular. That she was the only former housewife that was there. Why do you think it was particular? Um, I feel as though Nini invited her, which I think is cool. See, these are these are my speculations. I'm sharing my inner thoughts with you that I'm thinking. So, but because I don't have confirmation. Oh, please, I wish I did. Then I could tell you the real deal. But this is all that was just churning on in, in this wheelhouse. So I do think that Phaedra was strategic, but I don't know how or why. But I do think. Oh, trying to get back in the good graces, I bet, of Andy. You know, I knew Phaedra Parks before because she used to be Bobby Brown's attorney back in the day. And when I worked at Hot 99.5, we had bailed Bobby Brown out of jail when he was with Whitney. So this was uh, Kane and Hot 99.5. We had decided that we were going to take 20. I think it was like $22,000. And supposedly at that time, Whitney and Bobby were broke. So we got the money from the radio station. We were going to bail him out. And the requirement was that Bobby had to co-host with us for one solid week. Come to D.C. Like fly him to D.C. the whole thing. And he was going to co-host with us on the show. So Phaedra Parks was his attorney. And Bobby was the most difficult. Now, I don't know if he's still in the throes of his addiction. It was clear that they were addicts at that point. Like, we got him on the phone. He did an interview, like, for, like out of jail. Because we actually bailed him out of jail. Then the interview was, he was doing an interview, and he was supposed to be on his way to D.C. So we get him on the phone, and he's just, like, completely, like, what do you, you know, like, what? Yeah. 
Girl, I'm stop. coming. Blah, blah, blah. So Phaedra was on the phone too. So we get off the phone and we're like, we want, like, they were like, we want our money back. Like, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be there. I'm coming for one day. I never would have agreed to co-host with you guys for a week. There's no way I'm doing your clown show for a week. Like, all this shit. He was insulting you? Yes. We're like, um, excuse me, your own wife wouldn't get your ass out of jail. Like, you better get your ass up here to DC and co-host the show. So she gets on the phone and she's like, I'm really sorry. Like, Everything that you see on TV, she was the opposite. She was like so like contrite and like, okay, I'm I'm really trying to figure this out, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they ended up reimbursing the station because he would not come. Get out. Dead so serious. Phaedra facilitated a reimbursement yeah, for you. Exactly. And she was the attorney at the time. She seemed like she was a decent attorney then. She was very apologetic. And well, uh, Sarah, why couldn't Bobby Brown bail himself out of a twenty thousand dollar? Well, that's I mean, I don't think because I did you watch the Whitney documentary? No, I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Well, they basically alleged that she was broke. Like, she was broke um, at one point in her life. Remember the movie Sparkle that she, like, produced and kind of, that, like, got her some money. And then she had to go back. The documentary is amazing. I'm obsessed with documentaries. But essentially in the documentary, she kind of breaks up with Bobby. They're both in the throes of their addiction. Finally gets away from him. And she was, like, doing really well in rehab. She'd been in rehab six months. But they actually had to pull her out of rehab because she had no more money. Oh, my gosh. She had to re-sign a deal with Clive Davis and go back out on tour. (sighs) And everybody in her camp was like, please don't, like, let her go back out on tour. Like, she needs more time. And they, remember the disastrous tour where she was like, she couldn't sing anymore. Yeah. Well, no, this is like, remember she gained weight. Like, she was was sober, but she couldn't hit the, like, her voice had been destroyed. Yeah, her voice was done. Yeah. That was it. Oh, gosh. And then from that, she went back to being an addict. But... They what? basically allege like they didn't have any money towards the end. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Anyway, so that was my so crazy. story about Phaedra. So it's always so funny to me when I watch her. I'm like, okay, like it's so over the top. But remember, everybody has two sides. Now, that's yeah. why I have my, my Zen gem, because everyone has a public <laughs> face and a private face. So what you saw was Phaedra's pu- public face. But then there's a whole, whole private side. thing going on on the inside. A whole yeah. side. Yeah. So, yeah, she was there. She looked great. Everyone, it, it was like everyone dressed to the nines. There were baby presents that were coming in in droves. Like, I oh man, massive boxes of stuff. I was like, you know, it's just one baby that's like not even born yet, family. What are you doing? What did you get him, by the way? So I got him a guitar that has the baby's name on it. I have So I just got it because I was waiting for the baby to be born for the name. It's like a little ukulele. With Benjamin on it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Benjamin I just had it done to last week. Has a little ukulele. Yeah. Did Andy open any of the gifts? Like, oh man, that's got to be so much pressure for you. I don't know if he did. Then he didn't have time. He was an incredibly gracious host. Took pictures, hugged absolutely everybody. The thing about Andy is he wants every housewife to feel important. Love it. He, so can you imagine how draining that must be? He tries to make each and every one of us feel as though we were heard and we matter. Like. He's well, such you, a good papa. Well, P.S., you guys have also made him very rich. <laughs> very Touché. rich. And, yeah, very Touché. rich and powerful. So I'd yeah. also be kissing all your asses. I'd be like, return the gifts. Yeah. I'm grateful for you. <laughs> well, you are the gifts. <laughs> yeah. You are the gifts. But it's definitely a mutually beneficial relationship. What do you think is going on between Andy Cohen and John Mayer? So, you know, I posted this. First of all, I absolutely love John Mayer. John is half dad of Benjamin. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> I think they both... Put that little stuff in a cup. They swirled it around. So it's got all Andy's talk show (laughs) jeans. It's got all the singing jeans because that hair on that baby is John Mayer. It's nuts. But Andy has a great head of hair, too. 
He does, but I, I still think it's half John B- John Mayer's baby. I think there's something going on there. Everyone thinks that. So I posted the photo, and then all these comments flood in. Like everyone knows that they're, you know, that that's his his zaddy. That John Mayer is Andy's ah. zaddy. I'm like, what? I don't. And the vibe I just got from watching them interact was literally like friends. Like there was nothing sexual because you know I'm a little bit of a stalker, so I was watching. There was nothing like too touchy or anything like that. It really was just like two guys hanging out. Like Andy has a little bit of a straight side. Really? Yeah. Like he he can be like a, like very manly. I could see that. I could see That's that. That's the side I saw with John. And then sometimes he can get a little softer amongst the gals. Fascinating. Yeah. I, I would be curious. I mean, I really want a DNA test on that baby. <laughs> I love that theory, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, do. I think they swirled it in a cup, got the surrogate. I also have a theory that I think that his surrogate was Kim Kardashian's surrogate for Chai. I do. Because that surrogate was not available for uh, their current, you know, they're having their fourth kid, yeah. Kim and Kanye. And that surrogate was, interestingly enough, not available. And that's because I believe she it was carrying. Do you think it's really Andy that Cohen. incestual? Yeah, That absolutely. circle. Because you got to have, when you're Andy Cohen, when you're Kim Kardashian, you have got to have somebody that does not speak to the press. And what a better trial run than Kim Kardashian Kanye. That's fair. We hardly even saw her face. So if I were Andy Cohen, all the money he's made off you guys, the three, I would take 300000 I'd be like, obviously you don't say shit. Yeah. How is that uterus looking? Let's fire it one more time. <laughs> How's that uterus looking? <laughs> I love that thought. So what he did this say to allegedly, us. This is allegedly. <laughs> Andy, Andy did say that um, the egg and the he had, took the egg from one person, his sperm, and then they put it into a surrogate. Interesting. Yeah. So three people were, were influential in, in making that baby. Wonder who those yeah. eggs were. Yeah. He And he did it that way on purpose. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now I got to know. Because see, when you're Andy Cohen, that's an interesting theory. You can design the baby, like you yeah. can literally design egg extraction from anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the baby looks so much like Andy. Too. I was looking at it today. Like, how does this? What is he like? A week and a half, two weeks old? Yeah. Looks so much like Andy. It's crazy. Yeah. So I'm so happy because you know, for the past couple of years on Real Housewives of Potomac, we've been hearing your desire to have a baby. Yeah, I, was, I love I was, this. I think I was made to have children. Really? Yeah. Like, if this was um, The Handmaid's Tale, I'd probably be one of The Handmaids. <laughs> that that would be my job. <laughs> oh, God. Thank God we're not. Thank God it's not I'm real. into that, sister. Oh, really? So you're, you're, like, so looking forward to being a mom. I can't even tell you because I partially raised my sister, and I've always had an affinity for children. I don't know what it is. Like, I have this natural maternal instinct since I was a kid. So you guys are, you're doing four months. What, ch- now, you know. I know you and Michael, obviously, on the show, we see snippets of your conversations of, like, he didn't ever seem particularly wild about becoming a dad again. No, and I can't really blame him. You know, like, Michael is going to be 60 in July, and he's thinking about his life. Like, he's even starting to say more things about being cognizant of how much time he has left. Like, right. his moments. And there are, there are very um, vulnerable conversations that I don't expect him to have because he's a very stoic person. Right. But he's actually talking about like how much time do I have left on earth and and who do I spend my time with and making sure that I show the people I love I love them. These are active thought processes, you know? For him. And yeah. I know Richard Gere just had a baby at sixty nine. Yes. Yeah. And there's been a lot of backlash about that. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people very, have, have you guys gotten that? No. Judgmental? Not. No, and I've, I find it odd because I've gotten such an outpour of support, but then when I was reading about some of the social commentary about Richard Gere, it was the polar opposite. And I was wondering, why is that? I mean, he's only 
10 years older than Michael. Well, I mean, it will be interesting season four, because I'm assuming on season four, you guys reveal this news. I don't, okay, you probably can't say that. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, and let's just say after it hits the TV airwaves, yeah. I'll be curious to see if people still have the same positivity towards you, or if you guys get that. Yeah, well, I feel as though people will be surprised by how nurturing my husband really is, because you see one side of him, you see him as this... Right. Very firm businessman. He's, yes, very opinionated, but he does have a very soft side that will come out more when we have the child. I, I heard a rumor. Someone posted this actually on my social media. Is Robin pregnant? Where did this rumor come I, from? I don't know. Someone says, you know, I, I think I put up I put up a shout out to you guys with Andy Cohen's um, yeah, baby shower. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's great to see our girls from Potomac they're representing and so someone goes yes and it's also congrats to Ashley and Robin on their baby news and I was like I kind of knew that that was coming for you but I was like is Robin pregnant I didn't know this no I don't think Robin's pregnant Hmm. I'm trying to think now what she drank at the baby shower but I wasn't paying attention interesting but if anything it really bothers me that people make those assumptions like gosh you know you're assuming i'm pregnant what if i what if i have endometriosis or just something that like i'm very sensitive about and i'm dealing with and you just want to constantly point fingers what if robin just ate a full meal that day like why why are we doing this it's so silly let her if it's her news let her have her news okay let her have it no. So you guys know, do you know what you're having yet? No. You don't know what you're having. Mm-mm. Have you thought of any names that you want to share? I have I mean, a few here. ideas, um, but we're still uh, debating them. Keeping them under wraps. Yeah, I'm keeping them under wraps only until. So I loved last year when you were here, you were giving, you know, you kind of had given some advice to to people, whether it be entrepreneur and, and relationships, like just how much you had learned about yourself and your relationship with Michael and you kind of had to step back. So Oz is still going strong. Yeah. How old is the restaurant now? Where this will be four years. And in- OK, amazing. Every time I because I live in the neighborhood. So every time I walk by now, you're busy. you got people in there. I've been there many times for drinks. I got to meet you there for drink. I think we have, we in have the past. We had brunch. We had brunch yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so tell me this. Like, are you still, you you said that you didn't anticipate how hard owning a restaurant would be. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot more Has it gotten hairs. any easier? Girl, um, <laughs> has it gotten easier? My team, the thing about having the restaurant is we have such a dynamic team. So if it was only based on me, I don't know how I would have done it. But Brad is incredible. Brad is now general manager and chef. Eva is assistant manager. And then we have an incredible staff that we treat like family. In hospitality, I've always treated, I was always treated like family working at L2. Remember L2 in Georgetown? Yeah, well, that's how you met Michael. Yes. And and that was like the spot. The spot. And you needed an invite, and it was the hottest place to be. Yeah, and I worked there, and we had that same sense of family. So I just transcribed all of what Oscar taught me and put it into Oz, and that's why we have such a great team there. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of Are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love 
this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 2-0. The wait is over. That's right. Season 5 of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my 
link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Wow. Wouldn't be able to do it without them. People ask me, are you guys expanding? Are you opening a new restaurant? Girl, let me just take care of this baby here first, and then we can talk about potentially doing another restaurant or a yoga studio. Oh, you need a yoga studio. You're so there. You're so, like, I still, like, I love tuning in. You have, and all your Instagram stories are always really sweet, and you're always, like, encouraging people. Yeah, you need a yoga studio. I think so, too. I think so, too. But, you know, any brick-and-mortar business comes with so much responsibility. It's a full time. It's seven days a week. It's full time. Yeah. You get phone calls and you're it's always like you said, to some degree, it's riding on the great employees. Right. But then yeah. one person leaves. I don't care what anyone says. Like if you have a good employee and they leave, it hurts like horribly. It is a nightmare to try to replace them on the same. And it, it's almost like you can never replicate it. It just becomes a different form of what it is. One hundred percent. Yeah. So thankfully, that's why we do anything we can. We appease Brad and never Brad. What Brad, you need, Brad? <laughs> Girl, I'm offered Brad. What do you want? You want to go on a vacation? What do you need? You want a date? What you need? I got you, boo. You know. Uh, yeah. All right. I want to ask you some pop culture stories. Did you Ooh. hear about this mom in Towson, Maryland, that police are now investigating? And I don't even know why this is like a story, but they've been. They say that three women have complained to Towson University police outside of Baltimore, that essentially a mom has been coming up and asking them on campus if they would go out on dates with her son. What's the problem? I agree. My mom used to do this to me all the time. We'd be at a restaurant. And I was just saying this. I was on my Instagram live. You know, you've probably seen my before and after pictures. At one point, I was like 200 pounds. I had a mullet. I was going through a rough time. I'd be sitting there, you know, eating my third pizza. And my mom would be to the waiter. She'd be like, are you single? <laughs> would you ever consider going out with my daughter? This poor guy. Like, what's he going to say? Like, no, wipe the cheese off your face. I'm not really interested. <laughs> like but the sentiment was nice. If she cared about you. I mean, you have to remember that a mom is not coming from a malicious place, first of all. And B, she's not asking you to suck her sons. She's asking <laughs> you to go on a date with him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That would have been better if she was at Towson <laughs> University. Excuse me, could you give my son a blowjob? It's been like five years. I'm saying. That would have been awesome. That would be a cause for pause. But she's just saying, do you want to go out on a date? I think that's so innocuous, harmless. If anything, I appreciate that more than, you know, like that's a face-to-face introduction versus like, only relying on uh, digital. What is it? Twitter. Uh, yeah, just Tumble, on like yeah Tumblr. on Tinder. T- Tinder. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love it. They describe the woman. This is like a thorough description as being in her fifties. She was wearing glasses, blue jeans, a striped long sleeve shirt with a red brim at the bottom, along with a multicolored scarf, brown shoes, and a dark colored coat. Okay. This oh is my like, god. This, this sounds like Waldo. <laughs> like what? This is Waldo's sister. This is Carmen Sandiego meets Where's Waldo? What is that? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I love that. I was. Why did they describe her so vividly? Do you think? What was the impact of that? I have no. I don't even know why this is a crime. I guess it's a crime because maybe she doesn't really belong at the university, so she's hanging out there, asking. Maybe people felt intimidated. Who knows? Like a pimp situation, maybe. Maybe they felt like a little solicitation. Yeah. Were you disgusted by this? Uh, I, I'm so, I don't know why this Fox News anchor would have admitted this week that he came out and basically said he hasn't washed his hand in, in 10 years and believes we need more germs on our body. Girl, he said he doesn't think, because he can't see germs, he doesn't think germs exist. Fox News host Pete Hegseth. Uh, you will want to avoid shaking hands with. He revealed on Sunday that he hasn't washed his hands in a decade. He went on TV and said, my 2019 resolution is to say things on air that I say off air. 
I don't think I've washed my hands in 10 years. Really. I don't think I wash my hands ever. <gasps> Appalling. Can you imagine you're going to the bathroom, you don't wash your hands? All that ball juice. Oh, my God. Ah, this oh. guy's so unattractive, too. Oh, slicked back hair. It, it, there was something like, did he have some high up position or something in the politically? Was he was he being groomed to do something politically or something? Well, I, he he got support from a, I think another politician that ended up tweeting and said the same thing. Basically said to him, um, you know, I'm with you. I haven't washed my hands either in like 20 years. People were like, what? Oh my gosh, that is disgusting. It is appallingly disgusting. I can't even. And and the question so is asked, he says, like, I don't think that if germs, I can't see them, they don't exist. So it's like, but then you believe in God. You don't see God. How do you believe in God? I, oh God. I, yeah, I'm with you. I just, the revelations that have been happening. Because we talked on Monday, you probably saw this. We had this 24-year-old this that went on TV in Britain, basically admitting he hasn't uh, washed his penis in 24 years. Yes. And is suffering from schmegma as well as several STDs. <laughs> We're like, dude, dude, how does this happen? <laughs> it was amazing. I love the comments. It's appalling. But how does he get to sleep with so many people when he smells like that? Like, uh, you, thank you, you smell those balls a mile away. Apparently, there's a lot of women and guys out there that don't mind the smell. That's what that's what people were saying on my social. They were like, wow, there are people that were still willing to sleep with him and they just what you just brush over the smell? Yeah. Have you ever smelled sweaty balls? Oh, they're the worst. The worst. The worst. Yes. So amplify that by about a billion and imagine putting your face down. He's probably never had a blowjob. That's probably what it was. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, this one I just threw in this morning because I'm fascinated by it. But Chuck E. Cheese. Did you ever go to a Chuck E. Cheese when you were growing up? Uh, have you had their pizza? No, I never have. You haven't lived. I know. I, I've got, well, I want to have their pizza until now. Have you seen this conspiracy story? Oh, no, I didn't see that one. Okay, so supposedly the conspiracy is that Chuck E. Cheese will repurpose old uneaten pizza slices to form a, quote, fresh pizza. This is according to YouTuber uh, Shane Dawson, who posted his his video on Monday that already has over 11 million views. Now, of course, Chuck E. Cheese has come out. A representative completely denies this. They say this is unequivocally false. Uh, they also say... Ha ha, you know, funny for YouTuber Shane Dawson, who is getting views, but no conspiracy here. Our pizzas are made to order. We prepare our dough fresh in restaurant, which means that they're not always perfectly uniform, but always delicious. Now, Shane Dawson put up all these pictures where the slices are really kind of different. And I'm just and, and then I look at it and I'm like, maybe they've got a point. Does it look a little old? You know how pizza, okay, well, there's, there's a difference between fresh oven pizza versus pizza that's been out even for like 15, 20 minutes? Oh, it, it's more like the shape of it. Like it's okay. it's kind of weird. Like this is, it's a round pizza, but then there'll be like a shorter slice. Like it doesn't, the crust doesn't all match I up. I see. So then it looks, I want to show you, I want to see if you think. <sighs> I mean... I can't believe they would really do this. It's I mean, so hard because, Sarah, I literally have gone to Chuck E. Cheese just to get the damn pizza. So really? to hear this is bursting all types of bubbles right now. Okay, so here are some of the conspiracy theory pictures okay, I want to show you. Okay, so oh, let's scroll through. Well, that one looks like real. Okay, wait a sec. That's not oh, it. It's these, these are the ones that he posted. That's the one. He posted on his one has YouTube. pepperoni, one has one's cheese. But then see how the slice doesn't match the other crust. They're saying that they take the slices that haven't been eaten, put them together, warm them back I up. I see. I see. Okay, you know what? That that could be, but maybe that's that one location. <laughs> that's are they I franchised? Told, when I told Schman, my man, this morning, uh-huh. I was telling him the story. He's like, "Yeah, that probably happened at one." Yeah, franchise. at least one. <laughs> 
smart. Yeah. Like, they hire high school people. Yeah. Like, these high school kids, they don't give a damn. They're, it's probably easier for them to take the uneaten slices, piece them together, warm that shit up, and re- wheel it back out. Hey, now, do you know what Chuck E. Chuck e. Cheese employees do? What? You don't even, like, oh, I've know. heard the most horrendous I know. Mostly to each other. They're probably wiping their assholes with that pizza and then putting it on. (laughs) It tastes good, though. (laughs) How much ass juice have I eaten? I don't know. How much ass juice? At least unknowingly, I don't know. What are you and Michael doing for Valentine's Day? Is that a big holiday for you? Sort of. So we're having an event at Oz for Dating in Heels. You know Chance for I Life? I love your, this is for, with your friend Eve, right? Yes. Eve hits mm-hmm. me up. She goes, what's your deal? Are you with Schman or not? And I'm like, you know, oh my I'm, God, I'm st- she asked me to. I love it. I, no, but this is the thing is, I, I actually wanted to say to her, okay, well, I am, but can I still come? Because I, like, I just really am curious about yeah, this. Like, yeah, she's like, She's like, come, but we can't feature you. As I was like, it's it's totally cool, but I want to observe this. I, I would Look, if I were single, I'd be doing this in a heartbeat. Heck yeah. She's got a good thing going. This in is my, your girlfriend. What is she This do? is my best friend. Okay. And quite frankly, I feel like there isn't enough for interpersonal dating interaction in D.C. Yes, there's Tinder, there's Bumble, and it's very active, live and well, but where's the actual face-to-face communication? There are all types of dating groups in L.A., I've seen in New York, but what about D.C.? I know, it's almost non-existent. And do you know, the girlfriends that I have that make money, then they subscribe to It's Just Lunch or um, Three Day Rule, where they essentially play high-end matchmaker for you. I saw those. Again, you don't really interact. Like, they kind of do all the interaction and then set you up. Isn't yeah, that crazy? No, yeah, I'd rather it, situations where you can actually see people face-to-face, have that initial physical connection, and then build on that. I think that's so much better. What's Eve's... Um, can, can anyone come, actually, before... Yeah, so it's at Oz. Okay. On uh, Thursday... Valentine's Day is tomorrow, Tomorrow. Right? Damn, girl. I know. What? I, I'm working. I actually have an interview um, before that, and then I'll be at Oz. So Michael and I will be spending our time at Oz with Chance for Life... Because Love we're also it. raising money for Chance for Life, Dating in Hills and Chance for Life have partnered together for their big event that's happening in March. Okay. You know that big guy, the big poker tournament? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Sure. So all this is raise funds for that. And then um, Michael and I, I guess we're just going to go practice making baby number two. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Put a baby so, on a baby. Was it a big holiday for you guys? It used to be. It's changed its definition. Now, I think, I don't know if you heard this. You know I'm getting married. Uh, did I, I don't think I've revealed this. I don't have an engagement ring yet. I uh, w- The ring story is a long Wait, story. Wait, what? What are you saying? She's doing this all backwards. I'm doing it all backwards. The oh. wedding date is already planned. August 10th, 2019. Getting married in Maine. Maine. Been with my man like six years. It's time. We decided like last November, we're like, we're just doing it. I've got the wedding dress. I've got the photographer. I've got like the makeup artist coming from D.C. I've got it all planned. Girl, I firmly support this. All yes, done. Let me co-sign on this dotted line. <laughs> I got to ask you, though, how did your wedding go with, with Michael? Like, oh. did you? So and what we're really stuck at is, you know, our guest list is 216. And the cost of the wedding is getting out of control. Like yeah. the actual day. Dude. Did, what did you guys do? Did you go all robbery? Uh, no, we got married in Jamaica. Oh, so we only had 35 people at our wedding. We rented out this boutique hotel. And so the cost of my wedding was maybe like 25000 total. My dress was $800. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Literally everything. I did buy a dress for 1000 That was like a deal. I was like, this is amazing. I'm sure it was. That's still pretty good for a wedding dress. I boo. was prepared to pay 3500 And when they brought this out and they were like, it's 1000 I was like, oh, my God. Yes, honey. Sarah, wait. You wait. More money for makeup. This is really happening? Totally happening. You're, totally not, you're not jacking my strap. 
I d- I'm dead serious. We've talked about it on this podcast. I am 100% data set. We're even going to our pre-Canna Catholic classes, which is a whole other thing. We don't believe in like any of it, so it's really hard to sit there. But we're doing it because the church we're getting married in Maine is the oldest Catholic church in New England. And my great, great, great grandfather donated the land for oh this church. Oh, my God. That is so bloody cool. So we're doing it for the historic. Uh, and Dan really loves nostalgia and tradition. So we're doing it for that reason. But, yeah, it's like it's I'm on. I'm excited. Uh, you have no idea. I just feel like this breath of fresh air because I'm so excited I'm about with you. It. This is my yeah. year. I just said to him in the fall, I was like, look, we've been through highs and lows. We've been through therapy. We've got we've broken up. We've gotten back together. We totally want to be with each other. We always come back. We can't see our lives without each other. I want to get married and I want to like have a kid in 2019. Boom. So, boom, girl, you got to just grab the bull by the horns. We're doing it. I love it. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm yeah. really excited. But you do have to remember it is one day. <laughs> this is what everyone it's says. It's one day. And but I know in the moment it feels that way, but for certain you really have to like write it down, maybe put it as a mantra on your mirror. It's one day. One day. I got to remember that. will that. help you keep everything in perspective because otherwise you'll be like, I want, I want, I want. But then when you put it in perspective, you're like, oh, my God. I'm out of control already. It's terrible. Oh my I've, gosh. I've ordered the four foot high Mr. and Mrs. Uh, marquee light up like letters for the lawn. And then you put flowers on them. I, it's out of control. I've also hired a vintage camper that's a walk in photo booth. It's that's out of control. so cute. Who? You have a budget? <laughs> you got that B word? <laughs> we had a budget of 25 grand. We're way the fuck over it. It's crazy. Literally every day we're like. Now, what other jobs? How He's thinking, he's like, how many soccer teams can I coach between now and August? Sarah, you may have to sell some eggs. No I problem. Don't know. <laughs> You're Andy, willing to do all that. They're like a little vodka soaked, but they're good. <laughs> I'll dry them out. some flavor. It's I'll dry them out. All right. Let's, we always end the show okay. with four things that are popping, which is everything in celebrity news. We talked about Jesse Smollett. By the way, you think it's, um, I, I feel like, like news outlets have used a lot of restraint. They haven't talked about it. You think that was a good idea? Yes. I think they wanted to wait until they had all the facts and all the details. So I think that especially because I understand how the media can work and how false allegations can work. I, you know, I've been there, been in that situation. So to understand that maybe they wanted to just approach it gingerly. I think it was the right choice. That's right. You guys had false allegations this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was crazy. Wait, yeah. Can you even talk about that? Um, yeah. I mean, what what is there? Yeah. Well, because that whole Michael issue with yeah. a, a guy that was like the camera guy, the camera guy who alleged yeah. that Michael groped him. Then that went to like TMZ. But that got shut down really quick. So, yeah. what, what so he actually guys... reported it to TMZ himself. He called and reported it to TMZ. And how did you all find that out? Just from other crew people? Uh, the way that it was written. The way it was written, there were only details in there that he would have said. And um, it was like, because I saw that Aziz Ansari um, article about him talking about. He's back on. He came back on stage, I think, a couple nights ago in New York and addressed his sexual assault allegations. I don't know if he actually did it, though. That's the only thing. Is he saying he did do that? Well, I read it as, okay, I actually think a lot of people, that babe.net story that came out a year ago, yeah. I don't, I think a lot of people thought it was ridiculous because she basically had agreed to go back to his apartment and okay. he was an asshole. I mean, he basically wanted to just have sex with her and kept telling her that, but then she openly admitted in the article, well, I didn't want to leave. I didn't oh, okay. want to tell him no, because it was in Z's on sorry. I did kind of like, so it was this very conflicting story, but it did because it was kind of the height of me too. It got a ton of attention. He sort of went underground. And he basically says in this this stand-up set that he it really gave him pause. And he hopes that even if his story wasn't 
like a true accusation that it moved the movement forward. And he says that it's really given him gratitude. I loved the yeah. the thing at the end. He said that when he did stand up and I've seen him, he's very funny. He said that at the end of the show, he would always say thank you, but he never really meant it. He just did it because it was what you were supposed to do. And then he ended the show in New York and he said, you know, I really have gratitude because I, I saw how quickly my career and something I loved was going down the tubes and all taken away from me. And he said, it's just been such a gratitude, you know, year of yeah. him really reflecting. I totally agree. And in that little bit about how even if he was falsely accused, how he is happy that you know, whatever consciousness that it's raising in men to be more aware of what they're doing. For my husband, it was so he was so upset by it because I have been sexually abused and I have been very vocal about the fact that I was molested as a child. Mm. So he takes those things very seriously. And for him to have been put in a situation where he was being falsely accused of something that he would never do, it was like it was so hurtful to him. Like he was actually more upset that these things were being said about him than anything else. Yes, Michael's playful and whatever he did with Andrew on season one of the show, that was on the show. Right. But then to then bring that off the show and to say it happened off camera and all that stuff, that was just it it took it too far. So but but it obviously got cleared up really quickly. It did because there was no basis. So thankfully. But but then you have the media that just ran with it because anything salacious is going to get picked up. So when we talk about the Jesse Smollett situation, you know, I can understand if now they're deciding to get all the facts and collect a whole conclusive picture before uh, delivering any sort of news on the subject. Like, I understand that. I wish that they had approached my husband's situation that same way. But, you know, what can you do? I know because that's and that's the other thing is like Karen Huger always brought up that there were naked pictures of your husband. And you guys haven't gotten the benefit of the doubt. I mean, people have just like put all that shit out there. That man looks it's just so crazy because that guy doesn't look anything like Michael. And honestly, at this (laughs) point, you know, I've seen my husband's dick. I know exactly what it looks like. I've seen it all. I've been there, you know. So oh, okay, wait. On a serious note, though, I didn't know this. Have you? Did you share that on the show that you were molested as a child? I feel like that's the first time I've heard you say that. I actually talked about it first season, and it didn't get aired. Um, I oh, talked wow. about it actually with Karen first season because I had been going to counseling the last few years. I wanted to really get a grasp of myself before I had a baby, before I had a child. Wow, and I wanted to confront why I have abandonment issues and why I have trust issues, all those things. Because this molestation that I experienced went on for years. It was a family friend who was like mentally challenged. And so he thought he was the same age as me. This man was in his 60s, but he was in in his mind. He thought he was, you know, five years old like me. So it was it was a hard time, but it just churned up all those feelings. And I just it was it was just not fair to my husband or to me. Are you going to speak more on that? Because, boy, I mean, we have I have women that are so brave that write into this show all the time who have experienced, you know, sexual uh, abuse as children and Mm -hmm. just the impact that it's it has such an impact on them later in life or it's taken them so long to resolve those issues. Are you that's I would love to hear you talk more about it because, boy, that would help so many people. You do do a lot of soul searching because victims tend to blame themselves irrespective of your age. So that's where you start to kind of think about how how did I not bring this on myself? How do I begin to relinquish that blame? Wow. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's a, an interesting thing to work through. Oh, my God. Um, you. I hope I hope we get to hear more of that from you. You have so many. There's so many fascinating things about you and your <laughs> life so. and Michael. Um, the two other pop culture stories were, you know, Will Smith and Aladdin. What do you think? Creepy or not creepy? Uber excited. You're excited. Yeah. I mean, yes, he's doused in blue paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he got really big all of a sudden. Like, what did they like blow and, him up? 
CGI. Is, okay, so it's just the, it's just the animation makes his face look round, like his body. Everything looks bigger. Yeah, when he shot the movie, he was uh, covered in like CGI uh, dots all over him. Oh, got it. Okay. That's good. So, oh. it, yeah, because he looks very. Well, he's getting totally trashed on the internet. Why? Oh, who knows? I mean, doesn't the internet love to be outraged about everything? Yeah, like I everything. Mean, who doesn't want to see the genie brought to life? You've seen him as a cartoon, you've seen him in your mind, and now you get to see him in real yeah, life, life in human form. I know. I think it. it One Robin Williams. I think that's what I've seen so far. It is Robin because Robin Williams played Aladdin in the cartoon. Yeah, and then of course Robin Williams passes away, so now yeah. I think there's like a whole level, you know, of like loving. I, I think memorializing Robin Williams. You got to pass the craft, babe. You know, that's how it works. Pass it on. Last story. Michael Jackson's this. Have you seen the teaser for this HBO documentary that was released at Sundance? It's HBO. It's uh, the life of Michael Jackson, but it's from two of his victims that allege they were sexually abused by Michael Jackson. Focuses on their lives, what they've been doing. They're both in their late 30s. Michael Jackson's family completely denies that any of this is true. But HBO says this week they're going to continue to air it. I thought that there were no people who actually said that he did it, that it was all like outsiders alleging that Michael Jackson had abused children. No, these two say they were actually abused by him. Really? Yes. Oh, I see. I don't remember that. For the first time they've come out, they've said that they that they did suffer sexual abuse. They tell their whole story. Um, it's a while. Apparently, I haven't seen it. It's not out. It was just screened at Sundance. I hear it's like incredibly emotional. These two guys, they brought them on stage at the end. They got a standing ovation. Now, Michael Jackson's family deny they believe this is all completely false. So they, they say there's absolutely nothing to this. These guys never, you know, pursued charges. And supposedly they talk about payments and payoff that were given to the family and threats. So, mm. I mean, I'll have to watch. I do, too. I, I, I want to actually see and read and understand. He's one of those people, though, in my mind, like, this is it, that documentary he did, like, right before he yeah. passed. Like, I, you, it's so hard to know because he seemed like such a thoughtful, considerate human being, and he was just hunted his whole life. And then, you know, by his own father, who's basically, like, so abused and put out there and just, like, a cash cow for them. You know, it's so sad. Yeah. And we saw his tribute show in Las Vegas. Yes. That literally had me crying my eyes out. Was it so good? So good. They put a hologram on the stage of Michael Jackson dancing with backup dancers. And so it looked so real. I was bawling. And so I'm like, please, please don't shatter my. I know. I know. And it's hard because he isn't here to defend himself. There are states trying to do it, but he's not here. So. It'd be yeah. fascinating. Where can people follow you? We love you. I, you know, I'm very grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful that you do this show, that you always yeah. promote You're my babe. me. You're amazing. So I, I'm anything I can ever do to keep promoting you guys. And I love to see the success of Real Housewives of Potomac. I want it to continue because it's it's so fun. And you were you guys were gracious enough. I got to host Monique Samuel's podcast and yeah. then kind of roast you also. You're right. Really- <laughs> you roasted us. You put us all out there, girl. <laughs> we I had apples know. in our mouths. I- <laughs> <laughs> no one takes it personally. Oh, no. Well, no. It was I, good. Yeah. Good fun. It, it was. Um, so you guys on, were good sports. We had a good time. It was a good day. show. Yeah. yeah. She did a good job. Yeah. So did you. Um, so on Twitter, I'm underscore Ashley Darby. Okay. And then on Instagram, I'm Ashley Bolch Darby. I know I should all be the same, but. We cannot wait to meet this baby. Oh, my God. <gasps> baby Darby. I can't, it's going to be this little kangaroo baby. It's going to be so cute. This little Australian love. I have to tell you that the baby's already measuring like above uh, height wise. 
Oh Lord! So it's already yeah. That's what you're a little the woman. Technician I mean, was telling me this. This little bean t- cannot get too big. I mean, I don't know how these women give birth to like the ten pounders. Oni gave birth to a ten pound baby. I think oh. for the first time. Yeah. Okay. Slid right out. Okay. <laughs> I don't okay. know if he slid right out per se, but. Oh my God! Came ten, out somehow. Ten pounds is a fucking Christmas turkey. <laughs> it's like seven seems reasonable, but when you get over nine, I'm sorry, that is like a massive human. Yeah, I, I know. know. I know. Anyway, I've as been long watching as it's birthing healthy. videos too. Which Sarah, she... before we go, we have to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, what is it? Today, today's her birthday. She Are you just going to let that pass? I mean, it. you know, no, it's just a birthday. It's just, it's a... just a birthday. Happy birthday, Sarah! <laughs> You're so, well, thank you. I'm enjoying my birthday. I'm like loving life. I'm so glad to be in this spot. So I'm super grateful oh, and just. Wow, thank you. Oh yeah, I was gonna let that pass. Can't believe you, Sarah. <laughs> well, I mean, does it, who wants to like hear a host that tunes in and goes, "Today's my birthday." Like everybody, give me birthday love. I do. No, we want to talk about you. Embrace yourself. Embrace. This is all about celebrating who we are. I am. I am embracing it. And I'm oh. counting down till I can have the full face left. What year is that? 42? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it. Uh, you guys are amazing. Be sure to check out Ashley Darby and look for exciting announcements. Hopefully we're going to find out when you're back on TV very, very soon. Yes. Uh, we love you guys. Check out HeyForAge.com. We're doing our awesome mindful eating seminar February 24th. We're over halfway sold out. There's still some tickets available. It's with Robin Mize, my mindful eating therapist. Thank you, gorgeous. Love you. Thank you, you, my darling. Bye, everybody.